Hey everyone, and welcome back to I Just Blank Now What, the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Stevens, and eek, I am so excited. Today is the final guest episode of season one. And guys, honestly, I can't even believe that we're here. Um, when we started the podcast, you know, earlier in the spring of 2021 and started releasing episodes, I never in a million years thought that this is where we would be ending season one with and coming back for amazing season two. We have achieved some really cool stuff this season, and I'll, I'm going to share that next week with everybody. But I just want to say thank you to all of my guests who came out this year um, and shared their beautiful stories with us. And uh, today's guest is one who really has a very cool story to share because it's definitely one that not many people talk about. So uh, my guest, Melanie Crystal, is a entrepreneur and a former lawyer, but she saw a need and a desire to create a product to help people. And so this week's episode is, I just wanted to help people have more pleasure. Now what? So today's episode is going to be really fun. We're going to be talking about um, a product. We're talking going to talk about sex. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm really excited to promote this amazing woman and her business that she has created. So a little bit about Melanie. She is the founder and CEO of Brazen Goods and the inventor of the company's patented product called Laurels. Laurels are ultra-thin elastometric underwear that create a fluid impermeable barrier during intimate activities. Designed in consultation with fashion industry experts to look like silky lingerie, Laurels have been featured in Cosmopolitan, Vogue Japan, and a photo spread in Playboy's print edition. Prior to creating Laurels, Melanie graduated from Columbia Law School and then litigated healthcare, consumer products, and civil rights cases in California, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, and the United States Supreme Court. So without further ado, let's jump into the now what? Have you ever had something happen in your life that you just were not expecting, good or bad, and said out loud or to yourself, I just got laid off? or I just got engaged, maybe I just started a business, or I just bought a house, or maybe I just got my heart broken, or I just quit my soul-sucking job. Now what? Me too, friend, me too. I've had a few actually, and each time it happened, in the moment, I felt like the world around me was collapsing and I didn't know what to do. Eventually, of course, I did figure it out, often the hard way, but I figured it out. And it wasn't until I was sharing some of these stories that I realized they were packed full of great lessons of what to do next, how to move forward, and answer that gut-wrenching and sometimes paralyzing question, now what? So join me as we share some of life's most challenging stories and their transformational lessons on the I Just Blank, Now What? The podcast. Well, hello, Melanie. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining me today. So happy to join you, Jessica. You're calling in from California, right? Yes, Los Angeles, where the weather is changing. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's definitely getting chillier over here as well. So I'm really 
excited to have you join us all the way from California. And you're actually my second US guest. So yeah, the podcast is, you know, starting to go international. (laughs) uh, I know. And we're starting to get into really fun and interesting topics. And yours is definitely on that list of a topic that is not something that we've ever discussed here on the show yet, but this is definitely probably the first of many conversations that are going to kind of go down in a different route. So today I'm really excited to hear your, I just wanted safe and sexy intimacy. Now what story for those who of you are listening, you're probably like, what, like what, what is this story? So Melanie, you own a, I guess, sexual wellness company. Is that the best way to describe it? Yeah, that's how I would describe it for sure. Okay, perfect. And uh, you make an interesting product. So I'm really excited to hear how you went, um, created this product line for your company. But before we do that, why don't we rewind a little bit and you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I didn't know that I was starting my career at this point, but I think I would say that I was when I was in college and I was a peer sex educator and I would teach my colleagues about safe sex and consent and STDs and all of those kinds of things. And one of the products that we would talk about is an item called the dental dam. And some of your listeners may have heard of it and others may not have. Basically, it is a flat sheet of rubber that is used for oral sex, either cunnilingus or analingus. And it can be basically held in place by either the giver or the receiver while somebody is performing oral sex on you. And This product elicited so much laughter and ridicule. And I, and I understood, you know, because first of all, it's called the dental dam. I mean, how unsexy could that get? Yeah. Then the idea of having to hold a product in place during intimacy just feels so cumbersome and difficult. I mean, can you imagine if like during that conversation, when we were talking about condoms, we had to say, yes, so you slip on a condom and then you just hold on to it while you have sex. (laughs) I mean, that's ridiculous. You know, it's not a way to engage in fun and sexy intimacy. So definitely not, you know, spontaneous either. And there's definitely probably not a lot of movement going on because you got to hold things in place, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And what I find really interesting too, is the dental dam is actually the purpose of it is for an entirely different industry, right? Isn't it that what, you know, surgeons use for surgery, right? Like it was never actually meant for the, you know, new usage of it. Right. Right. So, I mean, basically the way that the product was derived is flat sheets of rubber have been used for decades during dentistry to isolate teeth during procedures. And the the legend is that a condom company owner about 30 years ago was getting his teeth done. And he thought to himself, huh, if you just made this a little bit flatter, it can be used for cunnilingus. And like, that's the amount of thought that went into this product. And, you know, I'm as a safe sex educator, I'm very glad that it has existed. But back then when I was in college, it really did feel like an inadequate product. So then over time, I actually went to law school and I became a lawyer and I was working on 
cases having nothing to do with sexual wellness, although I did get to work on some healthcare cases and consumer products cases and technology cases. So that was cool. But here and there, I would find myself using dental dams. And I continued to think, like, it's good that this product exists. But why wasn't it designed with women's bodies in mind? Why isn't this something that's sexier? Why isn't it something that is hands-free and easy to use? And that makes you feel good about yourself rather than, you know, sitting there and basically holding up this rubber latex sheet, like a scarlet letter in front of you. Yeah. Well, I guess that speaks to my original comment. Like it was never actually intended for that purpose. So there was no thought in the design of it for anything, but what it was originally used for. So yeah, it was, you know, the secondary usage was definitely not thought of. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, had worked on these cases and I learned a lot about these healthcare and consumer products companies. And I just eventually thought to myself, I think there needs to be a better dental dam. And I think I can make this happen. Like, I I think I've learned enough about these different companies, but also learned enough to know what, what else I need to learn. And, you know, if I assemble a great team with people who have worked in the condom industry and people who have worked in the sexual wellness industry, like we together can create a wonderful version of the dental dam that helps people feel confident and great about themselves while protecting against STDs. So that was my idea. You know, I was a lawyer at the time and, you know, I had a very stable and steady job. So the idea of leaving that to create a new dental dam, it sounded really exciting, but it also felt crazy. And then I just started talking with more of my friends at the firm and like other women that I knew. And I was talking about their oral sex experiences. And I would start, you know, talking about the idea of silky, sexy latex undies that can be worn during oral sex. And what I heard from a lot of people is, you know, I'm in a long-term relationship or, you know, STDs aren't just generally a big concern for me. However, like I do find myself turning down oral sex all the time when I want to be saying yes. And, you know, they would be turning it down because they were on their periods and they were concerned about mess or because their partner had a scratchy beard and it physically hurt to receive. Or, you know, a lot of people these days want to try rimming, but they're worried about like eating butt. (laughs) I need to think of a better way to say that. But anyway, some people are loving that these days, but then like they're a little bit worried about what that might involve. Yeah. And then also, you know, there's folks who have just experienced a lot of difficult things during sexual activity and during non-sexual activity that makes it really uncomfortable to have somebody up close and personal like that during Mm -hmm. oral sex. But all of these people, you know, knew that when they were able to enjoy oral sex, they loved the sensations of it. And they told me, you know, if there were a sexy product that I could just slip on and not have to worry about these things that I'm otherwise worried about, I think I would really love oral sex even more and have it more often and, you know, be able to experience the climaxes that are associated with oral sex as compared to other forms of sex. So that gave me a lot of encouragement because I realized, you know, it's not helping people 
protect themselves and their partners from STDs felt like a wonderful goal and more than enough to start the company with. But then also to have this other goal of helping people be able to experience all the oral sex that they've ever been able to desire. That felt really awesome too. And so after a while, I quit my job and I started Laurel's and we are now on the market as a product to help people say yes to oral sex much more often than they otherwise would. I think we need to rename this episode as I just wanted to help people have more pleasure. (laughs) Now what? Oh, that's so good. That's so good. All right, there we go. We've officially renamed this episode because that was kind of your inspiration was helping these women get more pleasure out of their experience in a convenient way or less taboo or something that even their partner would be more willing to use, I'm sure, because I'm sure on the partner side of this, it's something that they're like, why would I ever want to use that? Or why would, you know, like that, that doesn't look sexy. That doesn't look fun. Like this is just going to ruin the experience. Yeah. A lot of people say that about dental dams that, you know, it just, it, it, it doesn't even really enter the equation because the difficulty of using them and the lack of sexiness, it, it, it doesn't like the risk reward doesn't really work out. But with Laurel's, you know, our our customers and their partners write into us and say, this heightened our experience. This was so much fun. And, you know, I I felt like I looked super sexy. And then their partners are like, she looks so hot. And it's been really great to hear that this product has truly enhanced the intimacy of, of so many couples around the world at this point. I love that. All right. So like, let's back it up. Okay. So first off, was the first trigger for you in your own personal experience of being like this dental damn thing isn't cutting it. It's not working. Like what was your origin story for you personally of like getting, planting that seed? Yeah. I mean, I think that the first thing was people's reactions, but when I would teach about the product and you know, I, and me thinking to myself, I can't blame them. I mean, this is, this does feel like a silly thing to incorporate into intimacy. And then, you know, when I would use it here and there, I feel like the conversations with partners were always like, should we use a dental dam? Ha ha ha. Like, I know that's weird, but like, maybe we'll go ahead and do it. I mean, it, because the product was so silly, it detracted from the experience itself. Mm-hmm. And, and then once you start engaging in the oral sex, the, the conversation that you had to have beforehand lowered the intimacy, lowered the, the overall fun that we were experiencing. Another thing that tends to happen with using dental dams is because they're loose on the body, they can often like turn around during sexual activity. And that makes the product ineffective to protect against STDs. So sometimes with my partners, we would find ourselves having to use two or three dental dams during one experience, Mm -hmm. just to make sure that we weren't turning it around. And that's cumbersome and annoying. And it's not a thing that you have to talk about when it comes to condoms, both because condoms are so much easier to use And then also because they've become much more widespread, 
which I think is because they're easier to use. So, you know, we've talked with a lot of our customers about like how to bring up laurels to your partner. And because laurels have this sexiness aspect to them, have I, have I described fully what they are? So basically they're silky latex undies that look like lingerie that you would buy at Victoria's Secret, but Mm -hmm. they're actually made out of super thin latex and they're extremely stretchy. So while you wear them, if somebody's performing oral sex on you, or also laurels can be used for finger stimulation and other kinds of like foreplay activities. Um, If somebody is performing those, those things on you, you're able to feel all of that sensation and it feels really great. And then also because of the stretchiness, you're able, there's able to be a bit of penetration with, with fingers or with a tongue. And so you're able to just enjoy all of those fun sensations without having to think about the things that are holding you back from pleasure. And so because laurels look like silky lingerie and look like something that you would wear otherwise, incorporating them into your sexual activities is much more fluid than it it is when you're holding up like a purple or pink or green sheet of latex in front of you. So our customers have really felt like, you know, laurels are very easy to integrate into their activities and you can easily just slip them on and have all the fun that you'd like without having to have you know, a weird conversation. Okay. Who's going to hold it and make sure you hold it on the top and bottom. Be careful. So, so that's been a really good thing for it. Awesome. So how long has the brand been around? So we launched in 2018 and we are currently on the market for all of those other reasons that I mentioned that people tend to turn down oral sex. I'll go through those in a second, but I just want to clarify that at this moment, we don't sell laurels for STD protection. In order to do that, we first need to get clearance from the FDA so that the product can be used as an STD protection medical device. And we are in that process right now. We are so close and hopefully very soon laurels will be able to be used for STD protection. But in the meantime, people use them for a variety of reasons. So if you're on your period and you're concerned about mess, if your partner has scratchy facial hair, if you feel kind of extra sensitivity in your clitoris or your vulva, and you want to kind of slightly, ever so slightly dim that sensation. If you are interested in in kink play, you know, laurels are really sexy and fun. And a lot of people use them just to integrate into their sexual activities as a fun new toy. People use laurels after they've gone to the gym and they really are, you know, feeling those endorphins and <laughs> want some loving, but they think to themselves, oh, I'm going to have to get in the shower first. And after I do that, I'm going to feel all clean. Am I really going to want to have sex after that? So laurels are a really great way to just like come home, slip into them and get it on. And then rimming I mentioned, and then also for people who are like in either new relationships or just are more reserved and and don't necessarily want somebody up in their business like that, but they still want all the sensations. So for all those reasons, people have been using laurels and that's been since 2018. We're hoping um, by early 2022, we will be on the market for STD prevention purposes. Uh, That's awesome. So let's rewind and talk about the whole process of actually getting this brand and this company and this product made. I'm sure there was a lot of involved steps because this is not something like, Ooh, I'm I'm going to, I'm making a new cookie. We're just going to put a new cookie on the market. And there was kind Mm -hmm. of like a template and a plan and how to go about that. So 
yeah, like talk me through like the process of A, designing it and then B, manufacturing. And, and you know, for somebody who's interested in being like, well, I, I you know, because there could be other people out there who they can't find a product on the market that they want, right? Mm-hmm. And they have a need for, and they're like, well, maybe I just go make my own, but how, how do I go about doing that? So talk to us a little bit about the process of making this product that you're like, we need this. Yeah. So my first step was reading a few books. I I read a book on how to start a business. And I also read a few books on how to bring a new product to the market. And that was just enormously helpful because otherwise it's such a daunting task. There are so many steps to go from an idea to the commercialization of a product and having sort of an outline from like reading a book of how to do it all is enormously helpful. So I actually, I read a book by Stephen Key, One Simple Idea. That's a really helpful book. Then also I read a book. It was like the mompreneur's guide. I, I happen to not be a mom. However, the book was incredibly helpful. And it was like the mompreneur's guide to creating a new product. And that was really great. And then also how to start a business by entrepreneur press. I I think those were three of the core books that that I utilized. And so one of the things that I knew I needed to do was to figure out sort of the, the pattern of how to manufacture this product. And because once you figured out sort of the the gist of it, Mm -hmm. then you're able to find manufacturers of similar products. So I had to figure out whether laurels were going to be made more like condoms, which is like a dip, a a dipping process. You're like a, a mold is dipped into a tub of latex and then it comes up and then it, it solidifies and then a, the, the piece is pulled off and you have like and a packaged yeah. piece. Yeah. yeah. So I had to figure out whether it was going to happen like that or if it was going to happen more like latex clothing is made, which is by taking soli- like already solidified sheets of latex and then gluing them together strategically. So I spent a lot of time trying to figure out like which way to go because if it was going to be a dipped latex product, then I would be going to condom and glove factories. And if it was going to be a like a glued latex product, I would be talking with clothing manufacturers who specialize yeah. in like, Garments. latex and, and other materials like that. So after talking with some, like consulting with some engineers and talking with some folks at different factories, I realized that a dipped latex product was going to be the way to go, both because it's like more efficient. And then also because it's just more attractive because you have this single item that's totally seamless. You don't have like seams on the side where the material comes together. And I think also the fact that the product is dipped and doesn't have any seams, it allows it to stretch even further, which allows us to basically cover a very wide size range only using like one dipping mold. And mm-hmm. so at this point, our products fit sizes zero through 20 in us female sizes. Oh, and amazing. then over time, yeah, yeah. And then over time, we definitely want to expand to additional sizes as well, which we would do by creating different size molds. And yeah, so like, that's one of the things that I learned during this process, I, I found a factory. And then once I, I found the factory, 
we started prototyping and something that was really important was making sure that somebody who was using the product felt really great about themselves. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that the product was definitely thin enough. So you would be able to feel all of the sensation. I wanted to make sure that if we, you know, marketed the product as fitting sizes zero through 20, that it looked really great on sizes zero through 20. And, you know, people would feel really good putting it on. I wanted to make sure that the product tasted really good so that the partner wouldn't enjoy their experience. Cause you don't want something that tastes like latex rubber. That is not a good taste. Um, no. So laurels, like we work really hard to get rid of all of the rubbers rubber smell and rubber rubber taste. And then we add a vanilla scent to it and wanted to make sure that the latex looked really beautiful and didn't have any like streaking in it. And that it just essentially looked like a piece of of silk and that it felt really delicate against the fingers. Yeah. So, so we worked really hard. we probably did dozens of rounds of prototypes and finally came up with a product that we were really proud of and wanted to introduce to the market. Cool. So you're saying we, um, is that like you and that manufacturing partner, or did you actually have a partner in business at this point? Uh, the manufacturing partner. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then also, you know, I, I, I have worked throughout this process with really wonderful consultants and employees who have really contributed so much to the company. So at that point I was, I was working with a designer who had worked for a while at Victoria's Secret. And it was amazing to get her insight on the, on the product and to, you know, incorporate all, all of her thoughts and feedback. And then also, you know, I was working very closely with the manufacturer and also with engineers and other kinds of consultants. So um, over time, I've built parts of the team and sometimes they're people who are on for a particular part of the process. And sometimes they're people who have stayed with us the whole time. Like for example, the factory, you know, I found them pretty early in my entrepreneur journey and we've been working together for many years now. That's awesome. That's a key part of business is having a really good manufacturing partner and, you know, all that supply chain stuff and and getting your <laughs> product to market um, yeah. and having a really strong partner. So that's so, super cool. So Melanie, tell me like when you first got into law school, did you ever imagine that your career was going to go or actually let's go back in university? Cause you, you know, you said you were kind of in that, you know, sexual health peer space when you were having those conversations with those students in university, did you ever in a million years imagine that this is what you'd be doing right now? Probably not. <laughs> I do think that at that time, Something that was really important to me is I, I, I wanted to help people in some way. I wanted to bring additional happiness to the lives of as many people as possible. And I didn't really know how I was going to go about doing that. And I, I got to do a lot of it during college when I was, you know, working, doing sex ed. And then also I worked with a variety of LGBTQ organizations working on issues like marriage equality, which didn't exist for the first three years that I was in college. Actually, no, marriage equality is is much more recent than that. When I was in college, sodomy laws were still on the books and it was illegal for gay people to have sex at all in certain areas of the country. And I thought that that was just such a terrible scenario. I'm, I'm bisexual. And one thing that has always been so hard to comprehend is how 
throughout my life, less so now, but certainly earlier in my life, my rights are very different if I'm in a relationship with a woman versus if I'm in a relationship with a man. And that felt so patently unfair. It felt like my decisions about who to love shouldn't have anything to do with their gender and the rights associated with them. But like the laws of of the country and various states were like telling me to make particular decisions about who I slept with and who I dated. And that really felt like an infringement uh, on my on, on my rights and my identity and my freedom. And so many other people, in particular people who don't have the choice like I do of, you know, who to be with because they are, you know, 100% heteros or homosexual. I feel silly saying homosexual. Gosh, that's like a 20-year-old term. But like, you know, 100% <laughs> gay, you know, and you you don't have really a choice, but to, in many areas of the law, be a second class citizen. And that was so messed up. So during college, I was very motivated to help make solid change for the lives of LGBTQ people. And so I I worked on those issues a lot as a volunteer during college. And then after college, I also worked for the National LGBTQ Task Force doing field organizing. And I worked on campaigns in Los Angeles and in Cincinnati to improve gay rights. And then when I went to law school, I, I thought I wanted to do gay rights law. And mm-hmm. that was how I thought I was going to make, you know, my impact make and a help, help people be happier by like having equal rights. And, and then the day to day of doing that work, I, I loved the goal of the work, but the day to day felt not exciting to me. Like, oh gosh, that sounds so awful. And I, and I think about the people that I worked with back then and I love them dearly. And I know that they are very passionate about their jobs. For yeah. me, there was a lot of the same kinds of laws over and, and over again. And then also, you know, to constantly be told no by judges is, is a really difficult life. And so I thought to myself, like, is this really what I want to do? Or do I want to do something different and have an impact in a different way? And, you know, I ended up going to a corporate law firm and I, you know, I was having the impact of helping companies make more money. And the day to day was fine. I actually enjoyed the work and I thought it was very intellectually engaging, but it, it, it wasn't what I wanted out of my life. I really wanted to somehow make people feel happier. Yeah. And then basically I found myself using a dental dam and I had the idea for laurels and I was like, is this it? I think this is it. Oh my God. Is this what I'm going to do? Um, is this my purpose? Have I just figured out what my yeah. goal in life is, is to, and how I'm going to make people happier is great oral sex. Yes, exactly. I mean, I was like, this is so absurd, but it also makes so much sense. Like I've always been comfortable talking about these topics and I've always kind of been the go-to person at the office that people will come, you know, talk about the relationships with. And I am very comfortable with discomfort. So, you know, oral sex, I think is something that is very stigmatized, like sex is stigmatized. But then if you're talking about oral sex, even more stigma. And if you're talking about oral sex on women, even more stigma there. And I, I I felt like I was comfortable talking about those things. And then I was, and then I also just felt this drive to do this. And it it felt like the right path for me. And it, and it really has been, I mean, the day-to-day is, amazing. I get to do fun things like this and I get to talk with our factory and, you know, deal with packaging and deal with patents and 
and trademarks and marketing and operations. There's just so much to do and so many new skills to learn and fun aspects of my life now. So I'm really grateful for it. That's so awesome. Well, first off, I love hearing transformation stories from corporate lawyer to entrepreneur. I'm like, yes, another one uh, who joined the ranks of entrepreneurship, which I think is fantastic. And I love, you know, supporting women entrepreneurs and startups with innovation and just making products for women, (laughs) right? And because you know, we're often an afterthought in in the design of so many things out there in the world. And so it's great to have something that's specifically made for us and our pleasure. So I love that. And um, the fact that you kind of took two things from your life that at the time probably seemed really disconnected and through your own journey came together and manifested this beautiful brand and this beautiful company that is doing exactly what you set out to do, which is helping people be happier. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's so exciting. I, I love what I do. Cool. All right. So you um, are kind of coming up on your five-year anniversary of Laurel soon, right? 2018. We're going to go into 2022. And I always love to ask guests of, you know, now what? Like, what's the future of this brand? Where, where do you want to take this? Yeah, our FDA clearance is so important because, you know, once we're able to talk about the product as an STD prevention device, we're able to partner with colleges and universities and, you know, work on safe sex programs with them. We are able to be sold in in much bigger entities than we're currently sold in. So, you know, the idea of being available at your local Walgreens or CVS is so incredibly exciting. And just to be really like part of the healthcare world will be so amazing. So that's very important. But we also want to create a lot of other new features and products. So right now our product is like a matte black color. It it, it looks like a piece of silk. That's what we were going for. And it's not see-through. But a lot of our customers have reached out and asked for a see-through version. And so we've done research and development with our factory and we've created a beautiful see-through version that I'm so excited about. And we should be launching within the next few months. So that is amazing. So excited about that. We also want to create a latex-free version. A lot of folks have been emailing and asking us about that. Because there's a lot of latex allergy out there, I'm assuming is the issue. Yeah, yeah. The, the percentage of the population is, is I, I believe it's 5%. But I think in addition to people who are like allergic to latex, a lot of people just prefer to have latex-free products. I mean, latex is a is a natural resource. It's, it's tapped from rubber trees, just like kind of like maple syrup. It's a really <laughs> cool process. And when I've been out to Malaysia, I've been to some of the rubber plantations and seen how the trees are tapped. But it is, it is a substance that does lead to allergies, like, you know, like peanuts or uh, other kinds of natural substances. So we do want to create a latex free version. And then also we want to create a product for men to wear that can be actually used for intercourse. So that will be an exciting time for us. It, It will be not just oral pleasure, but all kinds of pleasure. And then we want to add additional products to our line as well so that other products that help people experience more pleasure and more comfort during intimacy. Oh, awesome. You, big plans for the brand and the company all from this one idea. So that is super cool. So where can people find you? Where Where is Laurel's available? 
So we are available at mylaurels.com. That's our website. It's M-Y-L-O-R-L-S.com. Uh, you can also find uh, us at that handle on Instagram or and TikTok and Twitter and Facebook. Laurels are also sold online at Urban Outfitters. And we also have a variety of retailers who sell our products. And if you go to mylaurels.com and you look at our FAQs, there's an FAQ that will, that shows you the retailers in our area or in your area. And do you ship internationally? Because obviously my podcast here is in, in Canada, you're in the States, but can people find you outside of the US? Yes, absolutely. We ship internationally to almost every country. In Canada, we have a, a standard shipping fee and and we we love working with customers in Canada. We would love to be actually distributing the product in Canada so that people are able to have faster shipping and lower shipping costs. That's something that's really important to me that we want to do over the coming year. Uh, but for now, you can you can get us at mylaurels.com. Awesome. And if anyone wants to connect you with you personally, that's still the best place for people to find you is, is those business handles. Yes. Yes. That's perfect. Excellent. Anything else you want to share with the audience about, you know, the story that you have and, or about the brand or the company, any last, last words of um, wisdom from maybe somebody who's thinking like, oh, I want to create a product and I have no idea how or what to do. Any advice for future inventors? Yes, I would say, don't let imposter syndrome get to you. Like, by definition, all of these first time entrepreneurs are doing this for the first time. And there is so much to learn. And there's a huge learning curve. But you can do it. And, you know, there, there are a lot of resources out there to help you from books to podcasts to YouTube videos. I personally feel like there's a lot of free resources out there and you don't necessarily need to be paying a lot of money to work with startup consultants or anything. Go to your local small business development center. There's so many resources through that and you can do this. You, you, you can build a product and bring it to market. If you can do it, they can do it, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> awesome. Oh my gosh, Melanie, thank you so much for being our guest on the show. You taught me so much today. I learned so many things that I had never known before, which I love about the show is because it's all about educating and sharing with other people. And you actually like inspired me too, being like, oh, I've always thought like, oh, I've had a couple of product ideas in the past of like, oh, this doesn't exist. I, I wish it did. And then I just never did anything about it. But I'm thinking like, oh, there's a few things out there still that I think need to be made. And so we'll see if I go down that path. But um, thanks for the story and the inspiration. And I am so excited to see what's next for you and the brand and to give Laurels a try and just educate people more about reducing that stigma around oral sex, but also the need for safe oral sex, because most people think that the safety is literally just through intercourse, but a lot of STDs are transmitted orally. Yes, I actually saw a statistic recently that for herpes, it's more likely to be transmitted orally than through vaginal intercourse. So, you know, the, the the risk is there, but I think more importantly, we at Laurels want people to be able to celebrate intimacy and just have as much fun sex as they can without having to have worries on the side. Awesome. Love it. Thanks so much. Okay. So if you are interested in Laurels, go check them out online 
find Melanie. She's she's awesome. You can check her on all those social platforms and let us know what you think. So that's it from us today. Thank you so much for being my guest. And we're really looking forward to seeing what the future of your brand turns out to be. Thank you. It's been really lovely talking with you. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it more than I can say. Did you love this episode of I Just Blank Now What? If you did, be sure to subscribe on your fave podcast platform. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I do love reading them. And if you know somebody who's experiencing this story or something similar, please share this episode with them. It just might help them figure out the answers to their own now what questions. Have you recently had a now what moment and aren't sure what to do? Reach out to me at jessicastevens.ca and submit your story and I'll help you figure out what to do, how to move forward and help you answer now what. See you on the next episode.